Hi, this is Donna from Bruce Funds, and when I'm not helping people get tickets to a Springsteen show, I'm listening to the great podcast, Set Lusting Bruce. Welcome to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I'm your host, Jesse Jackson, and joining me today is Dale. Hey, Dale, introduce yourself. Hey, Jesse. Uh, Dale Hosick. I live in uh, Houston, Texas currently. Uh, grew up in Pennsylvania, then moved to Chicago, then Houston, back to Chicago. Then we lived in Austin for a long time, where we really became music fanatics. And uh, now I live in Houston. I work for Division Coca-Cola and go to as many shows as life uh, will allow at this point with my wife, who loves Bruce as much as I do, or maybe more some days. Um, so really uh, enjoy talking to fans and meeting new people around and been listening to some of Jesse's podcasts. And uh, just glad to, to chat about Bruce because there's never a bad day when you're talking about Bruce. It is never a bad day to talk about Bruce. Texan and Astros fan? No. Okay. We are Chicago. We are okay. Chicago fans. Okay. So you we guys... are we wear white socks. We go to okay. uh we we remind people that the Astros made the World Series one time and the White Sox kicked <laughs> for nothing. <laughs> Very nice. You're like my Bruce Bud Colleen. Colleen is a huge she's a more Cubs though, but uh, Well that's that's just people like to watch minor league baseball until this year. Now oh, we have wow, we have there we go. Chicagoans do... don't you know, we don't agree we may agree on many things. Uh, I'm not I actually moved to Chicago after college, so I did I converted to some sports. I did not convert to Bears fan. That's the only thing I think all Chicagoans agree on probably is Bears, but baseball is fun in Chicago. I you know, I do think it's funny because I, I've never lived there. You know, I don't have the concept of, well, they're in two different leagues. Correct. It seems like you pull for both of them. That's, that's what I thought when I moved there. I grew up a Cleveland Indians fan, and we never won ever anything. Yeah. And so I moved to Chicago after college, and I'm like, I'm going to convert and be, oh, this is great. I could go to a game every night. And I found out in like two weeks that was not acceptable. Yeah. You could go to games, but you could not root for both. And so because I've been an American League fan, I converted to the White Sox and my wife, and, and she has literally never been in Wrigley Field. Wow. And she, and she grew up in Chicago her whole life. I've been to Wrigley Field. You can't skip that one. Uh, I, almost, I had her convinced a couple of years ago to get her to Wrigley Field to see Bruce. Was the yeah. way I was going to get her in the stadium. Well, of so, course. Be smart. But you it know, didn't it's, happen. It's so like she's the, still never been to Wrigley Field. It, so it, that's a Chicago thing um, that people don't grasp. But I think New Yorkers grasp it, too, because of the Yankees-Mets thing. You know, so I, it's it funny because I just talked – you know, I had Nick on this show, the Philly Elvis – Mm-hmm. And um, I've had Josh, who is from New York, and um, Josh is a big Giants fan, Nick a big Eagles fan, sure. and they laugh at, well, we didn't think we'd be fans with a cow- friends with a Cowboy fan. Right. I said, Bruce, it, all boundaries, you know. It, it, yeah, you it does. It. it cuts through. It makes it so mm-hmm. we can deal with everybody, no matter what their economic beliefs, political beliefs, religious yeah. beliefs, as long as you like the right music, or any music, really. Right. I mean, Absolutely. there's nothing more fun than talk to people who don't like Bruce and go, why? You know, yeah. and, they're, and then they're like, well, I'm, I'm not going to like him. I'm like, that's okay. There's enough people trying to buy the tickets. I don't need more people competing with me. Absolutely. I'm okay with that. You know? <laughs> we can't all like the same thing or be really crowded every show we went to. We're going to Charlotte for the Coca-Cola 600. Oh, nice. 
I, I work for a division of Coke, and our the chairman of our board of our company is the executive vice president for Coke in Charlotte. So mm, very cool. He said, "Hey, if you ever want to come, we went through a bunch of medical crap last year with my wife, mm-hmm. and he's like, hey, if you ever want to come, let me know. We'll make sure you get the good deal.' So we get uh, dinner at the NASCAR Hall of Fame Saturday night with the drivers, oh, and then nice. uh, they have a concert that night with it's country. But my wife likes country, so that's a good thing. Um, and then Sunday we get like all kinds. We have lunch at the at an RV in the infield. Then we get to go to the drivers' meeting, hang out in the pits, be there for the oh, nice. start finish victory lane, sit in a suite. Okay. So it'll be. I'm not a NASCAR person, mm-hmm. but it's always a fun time to go to some place where there's a couple hundred thousand people, no matter what you're doing. All you know? right, and you know you can sit there at the concert, and I don't know who's performing. It's uh, Kelly Pickler and the band Perry. Okay. I heard, yeah, I mean they're, they're, they're good. Yeah, big brand yeah. names, you know. I mean, yeah. I actually saw the band Perry. Um, I think it was them. Oh no, that was Lady Antebellum. Somebody okay. opened for Bruce at uh, in London at Hyde Park. Okay. I think it was Lady Antebellum. They're all the same to me. It's some kind of yeah. group of country singers, <laughs> you know. So, and you can sit there and enjoy it for what it is, and yeah. have a sense of smugness, you know. That would yeah. just Bruce would just be warming up when they're finished. <laughs> I know. I had that conversation last week. We went and saw Florence and the Machine here. Yeah. And uh, really, I mean, she's just a spectacular performer. I don't know if you've ever seen her, if you even know her no. music. But um, it's a little bit, it, it's some rock anthem kind of music. Okay. You know, I mean, you could drop those songs into the 80s and they would play well. All right. Um, but she's a fantastic, she's a spectacular performer. By the fourth song, she was Bruce-ish. She was clear out in the back of the pavilion up on a stage with all the people around her. Oh, nice. Um, runs around, doesn't even wear shoes on stage because she's running so much. Um, spectacular performer, but 14 songs, main set, boom, over. I mean, she came on stage at 9-ish, and, mm-hmm. or no, 8.30, and I was back in my house from the Woodlands, back into Houston by 11. Wow. You know, and, and these guys, I had some young guys beside me, and they're like, wow, that was spectacular. I'm like, you understand that at the shows I go to, we're not even to the encore yet, and we're already going home. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, people don't know, you know, and no, they're they like, don't. You know, you know, and, uh, it was fun. It was fun. It was fifty dollars. She was really good. Mm-hmm. That's about as much as I would spend to see to pay her. Um, it's a very young. I mean, we, we had an interesting weekend. We saw Loretta Lynn on Saturday night, and we were some of the youngest people in the crowd. And we saw Florence and Machine on Tuesday, and we were some of the oldest people in the crowd. How so, how is Loretta Lynn? She's eighty four. She's still singing. That's all I need to say from my point of view. Well, you, you know? know, and that's what I, you know, I've, you know, I I think that's amazing. Yeah, and, but she and, still wants to. She's yeah. still on the damn tour bus, driving around. You know <sighs> that is great. Um, and she still she sounded good. Uh, you know it's not she did about uh, maybe ten songs, but she's eighty four. My God. Yes. You know I mean it, it, it's kind of the way I feel right now with everybody just all up in arms about the set list. You oh know? yeah. And, and and I'm okay with people being upset about they don't they want to see this song or that song, but he could be home counting his money saying f you. You know? I, I, I totally agree. And by the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut this into once I do an introduction. I'm gonna yeah. edit this in because this is good stuff. Um, yeah. And I just had Marion Call, who is a singer songwriter from uh, Alaska. She's okay. she has a little bit of a nerd following. She's okay. uh, done. Well. It's, it's she's a really nice. Um, like one of her her second album was done by a company called QMX, which mm-hmm. does really high end prop replicas. Okay. And so she's she's really sweet and does a diverse group, not just you know 
shtick songs like you know mm-hmm. Bilk or you know parody songs. You know she does okay. a whole range. Yep. And um, so I was talking to her last night for the show, and she's going to be up in Capel in uh, in June, and she's actually doing a house concert in Houston um, in, in June, but. She, I said, okay, I have to ask you, Marin. You know, this is a Bruce podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, do you have any thoughts about Bruce? Mm-hmm. And she said, I am amazed. She goes, first off, I have an ex-boyfriend. There is a connection there. So mm-hmm. that's the first thing I think of. I said, oh, I'm sorry. She goes, no, no, no. It ended well, so it's not a painful memory. But she says, I am amazed at the amount of joy he has when he performs. Yep. The amount of love he gives to his audience, the amount of love the audience gives to him, and the length of time he performs. Right. It is. I mean, we, you know, it's it's one of the niceties or the horribleness of yeah. the Internet. Right? So there's really cool things that we meet, lots of people that are really cool. Yeah. And then there are days when you go on Backstreet going, how are these people so miserable in their lives? Why? Yeah. Why, do you, why do I? And then some days I go, why do I go there? Yes. You know, but there's good information that I like to have sometimes, mm-hmm. but then you have to go through all the drivel of, okay, I, you know, I'm as, word, as bad as anybody else. I do not want to hear waiting on a sunny day with a little seven-year-old on stage. But you right. know what? That's the choice he made. He wants to play it. And um, my, let's see, when was it? I think it was 2012 in uh, Kansas City. Uh, it, it started, and I have some friends in, in uh, Fort Worth. Jeff and Nancy that I see at lots of shows, yeah. and he, he feels the same as I do about waiting Sunday day. And I and I was in the pit, and he was on the front row of the other side, right? Yeah. He didn't make the pit. And I turn around, and I'm like, oh my god! And I said, but look, and the entire crowd isn't going insane because it's fun. It you is. Know? My wife loves that song. If she doesn't play that song, she's disappointed. He plays that song, I'm disappointed. <laughs> so we all have a choice. We can stay home with right. our money and not spend it. We all have that, you know, I mean, I only went to two shows of the River Tour this year because it's the same show every night, kind of. Right. And so I enjoyed the two shows. I had no problem with it, and it was fine, you know. Right. It's good. But I'm not going to sit and play, oh, my God, he didn't play anything off of this or didn't play. Okay, who who cares? Yeah. I've been spoiled. I'm lucky. Life goes on. It's not the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> really. You know, there's sure. a few more serious problems in the world. I spent all day yesterday at Special Olympics board meeting. We spent last week at the Houston Food Bank. Set list, really? Yeah. Because <laughs> you know? I will tell you, Dale, um, someone said this years ago. Um, I, I I think I read it on Blogness on the Edge of Town, but I don't know if it was mm-hmm. Peter. But they said, um, we need to get used to Bruce singing Waiting on a Sunny Day because it's very clear he enjoys singing Waiting yep. on a Sunny Day. Um, right. I am like your wife. I like mm-hmm. that song. Yeah. I, you know, I enjoy it. Um you know, there are songs that, um, and I will, re- they will remain nameless because I don't want the hate mail, but there are standards that he does yep. that it's might include, do that that one. yeah, like might include Neil's, you know, doing a solo and twirling, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, okay, you know, I've seen it, yeah. it's, you know, I can move on, yeah. Right. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's the interesting part because he could play a song that I would be so excited for. And my wife would care less about because right. it's a rarity, and she's not listening to the rarities. Yes. She, she would be fine with a greatest hit show every night that's in a different order because yes. that was her problem with this tour this spring was she, even though she's not, she doesn't have the river memorized like all of us nerds, but right. she knows the songs, and she's like, you know, drive all night and to wreck on the highway is really just, you know, not what I come to the show for. 
You right. know, I'd much rather have <laughs> Waiting on a Sunny Day or some funny cover song, you know, yes. some cover song that everybody knows the words to versus mm. the, you know, the the Bruce nerds would be having a fit because they didn't bring right. any rarities. Well, you know, and he's not playing for us, really. I don't know. I care. I know everybody doesn't think. Everybody thinks that he is, but he, he's playing whatever the hell he wants, and he's sixty-seven. If you don't want to play, go home. And then what do we do? Exactly. And what I, are we going to now? You know, um, who else is playing for three and a half hours? Yes, that is so on point, Dale. You know, I sat there and I understand if you're in Europe and you wanted to hear, let's say, Drive All Night. Yep. Or Independence Day. Right. And you're like, oh, man, now that he's not doing it. it, I'm not going to get it. Right. I get being disappointed. Right. But I yep. don't being angry. I don't understand being angry. I don't understand this nope. one Twitter user called him a fraud. I know. I and I'm like, like really? what? <laughs> Come on. He played. Oh, you only played 320 tonight. Darn. What yeah. a, whoa, man, we got, we got ripped off. It's terrible. I will tell you, one of the first times I saw him – in the rising tour, the first time I saw him, the rising tour in 2002, it was mm-hmm. right at a three-hour show. Yep. And um, and you know I had heard all these stories sure. about this post-three-hour show, and yep. I was not disappointed. In fact, my mm-hmm. only disappointment was I didn't feel like I had done enough homework, like right. I had not listen to the rising over and over mm-hmm. again so that i knew mm-hmm. every song i had listened to it once or twice right. and so then from then on i you know i did my homework and i became obsessed yep. after you seeing learned, him live. you learned not to be that's the standard go what what are the words yeah exactly you know? um yeah. so yeah i i'm i'm right there with you yeah. whatever he wants to play i'm there i well, i will always have in my mind if not actually written on a piece of paper my wish list Mm-hmm. And, yep. but I don't know. Were you at the Houston show uh, for the High Hopes there at the Woodlands? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I almost had, I almost got punched according to my wife. Oh. Because because when he did uh, one step back. Yeah. First time in 26 years, the the guys in front of me were corporate people who had they were in sport coats yeah. at a Bruce show, right? So the first time okay. they don't know the words and right. they're going to chat during that. And I, I tap on the shoulder and say, not during the blanking slow songs right right and she's like you know i i have just to warn you if you ever go to a show with me you're guaranteed to be in front of behind or beside somebody who wants to talk the entire show i do not accept that as a way to go to a concert so i will speak my piece and my wife says sooner or later i will end up in the emergency room or at the police station but you know i will take that chance because it's been 26 years since the damn full band played the song i want to hear it Tunnel of Love was the first tour we went to. It was the first album I really, really learned. I mean, I had all of them, but I wasn't the fanatic um, nerd that I've become probably related to it. You know, right. um, I, I had a boss that hired me in Atlanta who I thought was just the strangest guy ever because he went to Europe for like a week and traveled with the show. Or he went to every <laughs> show. And I'm like, well, who does that? So we went to Atlanta, and he had some extra tickets. He says, you want to go? So I bought tickets for my wife and I. I still have that ticket stub. I could marginally afford it. I think it was twelve dollars and fifty cents, maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, but I remember no, it was twenty two fifty. I think it was twenty two fifty. It was at the Omni. We sat upper level, you know, and I went to the show and said, "Wow, this is really good. That's great." I saw him. Okay, check that box. But it was Tunnel of Love, 
and tour, and then we didn't see him for a while because we had a kid and no cash. Right. And tickets were hard to get. You had to stand in lines and places and do all sure. kinds of crazy stuff. And so didn't really see him again until um, when we did a reunion tour. We were living in Austin by that point. And then since that, then we just saw him when he came to town. Right. And then our daughter went off to college, and we had more cash, and then the traveling started, and then the fanaticism, and then the Internet started where you could meet people that live in Dallas or – uh, Sweden or wherever and become right. your friends, you know, so it's, um, so when the, so when he's playing that song, I'm like, no, I'm not going to have these idiots talk during it, you know, <laughs> so, so, and, uh, you know, yeah, it's, I, it's you take, you know, and so it was a really, it was, I was a high point, you know, one of your, one of your notes was, what was your favorite show? My favorite show that I've been to is probably one of the shortest shows I've been to because it was when he played at South by Southwest. Right. And, and that was an un, we, we got into that, uh, my friend Greg that lives in Dallas is a lunatic fan. He's like, I don't know, 110 shows or something. And he texts me, you know, we're, we're across town seeing some friends play. And he's like, hey, they're letting us in. So we rush across town. We don't have, we don't have uh, badges or anything important. We get into the show for free, you know, just on the spur of the moment kind of thing. And it was, it was a couple of, I mean, it was a great show, but it was, you know, uh, the length of the show is, important for us to be able to talk about and rub people's faces in it that you're right. being placed for, you know, <laughs> an hour and a half. Yes. I mean, one, one of my favorite concert experiences ever was at the U2 360 tour at, at um, Jerry World, and, and we got, the, like, the outer circle of their pit thing, and they played, like, their normal 90-minute set and walked off, and my wife turned around, and she's like, what the, <laughs> that's yeah. it? And I'm like, well, there'll be an encore, but you're going to get two hours. It's you too. It's, it's scripted. You know, yeah. it's a great show, but it's yeah. what it is. So we should be happy with what we, my, my sin to everybody is just be happy. If you're not happy, go do something else. Find another band. Exactly. You and, know? you know, Dale, I, first off, I love that you called it Jerry World, <laughs> the Death Star, <laughs> you know. Um, and I, I hear the acoustics are absolutely horrible. But we've only been close to shows. So we okay. saw McCartney there, and like ninth row, and we saw uh, we saw U two, and I actually have a picture of my wife with Bono right over her shoulder. Oh, nice! Like right in front of us. So I've only had good seats there. I've heard there were people in the three hundred, four hundred level that don't even know what songs were played. So um, you know. <laughs> but I was hoping that he would come, Bruce, during this arena. You know, this you know yeah. stadium show would go to you know the Death Star, go to Jerry World. Yeah. Just I, I don't, to say, I don't think so. Um, I don't think so. I don't. I'm not sure we could. I don't, I'm not sure we could sell it out. That's part of the problem. And yeah. God, it's horrible. You know, it's just yeah. the sound is terrible. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm not a big fan of stadium shows. My wife loves them. Therefore, we're going to Europe. Okay. You know, so. What What show are you going to go in Europe? We're going to Copenhagen, and then we're going to the first show in Gothenburg. Nice. So, um, really, I, I, when he started, we'd already planned, you know, there was going to be no tour this year, right, right. originally, the start of the year. So we planned our year out, kind of, and we planned a trip to, to Europe in the fall to go to Russia and Poland, and then he started releasing dates, and I started feeding to him to her, hey, here's Spain, that's one mm-hmm. of the places we haven't been, and she's like, eh. And then he did, and he's like, I'm really holding off for Sweden. So then he released the Scandinavia stuff, and I said, your choices are Copenhagen to Gothenburg or Gothenburg to Oslo, because we're doing Gothenburg. I've yeah. heard too much about the shows in Gothenburg. We have a friend that we met uh, last time in Europe uh, in Vienna, Emil, who lives in Sweden. So I said, we're going to, we're going to Gothenburg no matter what. So she chose Co- Copenhagen after some research. That I, because to her, European shows are vacation first, shows second. Versus me, it shows first, vacation second. Absolutely. So it, works out good for, it works out good for both of us. 
so we're doing we're doing both um, we're doing Copenhagen and Gothenburg, and then we're going to finish up a little vacation in Stockholm and come home. But you know, it was Gothenburg getting tickets was the, the normal ticket nightmare that we all face right. in the states as well. You know, but, the the other point I wanted to make, Dale, I think it is um, really important, is that this tour wasn't supposed to happen. Right. <laughs> I mean, this is this is not rumors. This is a fact that yeah. you know and the story you know all the bruce fans know is they okay we'll do a few shows to promote the box set right and yep. then if we're going to do a few we might as well do a few more yep. and i believe they are having as much fun as they've ever had on stage and they should yeah it's all bonus to all of us yes you know because i i, I every time i go i go that could be it yeah could be might not see it again and I, and you know what got nothing to complain about would have liked to see more. Would like to see more going forward, but I understand, you know. And one of the one of the things that I struggle with with lots of the the fanatics is this is the only thing they listen to, right? Right. And and there's tons of good music out there. We have lots of other bands that we really really enjoy seeing, um, you know. And so, to, you know, if if this is all you listen to, then there's going to be a really sad day some point where he goes, that's it, or the shows become the 90 minute set. And mm-hmm. nobody's going to be happy because they're not going to play any of the songs you wanted to hear. You right. Know? So, I mean, I have some songs I would like to hear. Doubt that I ever will hear it. It's okay. You know? Um, I mean, it's, so, it's the way it goes. It's all, yeah. Whatever he plays in Copenhagen and Gothenburg, I'm happy. We're going to Europe to see Bruce Springsteen. Come on, how bad is my yeah. life? You well, know? I am, you know, that's what someone tweeted. Um, if I'd known you weren't going to do the river in Europe, I would have gone to a U.S. You know, yep. show, and I said, right. okay, that is the definition of a first world problem. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, I'm lucky that we got to the point in our life where we can go. You know what? We're going to go to Europe for ten days and see a couple concerts, and that's the real focus of our tour, of our vacation. And we're going to do lots of other cool stuff, and we'll meet lots of. I got to tell you that, better more than the shows, it's meeting lots of really fun people. Well, you and know? I mean, and I do think it's important to say. Um, Ninety. I, I I won't put a percentage on it, but the majority of Bruce, the internet, the joy there is good in the internet and meeting yep. all these people from there across is. the world. That is beautiful, and I. It is frustrating because sometimes the bad apples, so to speak, you know, yeah. kind of are they can louder. Ruin it for you. Yes, they can. But they can. Oh, you're drinking the Kool-Aid. Uh, yeah. You know what? I'm pretty happy drinking Kool-Aid some days. You know? I am too. I, I, I mean, you I, know. I, we made friends that we would, you know, I mean, honestly, like uh, my, my friend Greg in Dallas, uh, we, we got to his wedding. He hung out with him all day in Dallas at the old 97th County Fair. We met him electronically, you know? Yeah. Um, I met uh, Steve and Jennifer in Zurich because we hung out in the in the queue all day or two or three mm-hmm. days yeah you know and, and then we're in atlanta for a show a couple of weeks ago and somebody taps me on my shoulder it's steve from zurich who lives in portland you know well <laughs> um, I, and it's just it's fun you yeah. know and other people i have never met but are so nice like ali who's so nice and sweet and loves everything you know and and has yeah. all kinds of issues in her life but still loves bruce more than anything you know and i never met her only talked to her on twitter which doesn't right. really count but uh you know, it's there's really great people out there, and there's some people that just aren't happy about anything in life, and that's just you know it's sad some days. Yeah. You should realize how lucky we are that I mean, that's mm-hmm. why we went to see Loretta Lynn. She's yeah. 84. When will I get to do that again? Maybe never, probably. Yeah, so, never. And, and so a true oh, I went all the year and I didn't get drive all night. 
sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on your iPod. You yeah. know. Um, you know, I I will tell you if I'm going Allie, speaking of Allie, was sweet mm-hmm. enough to say, Jesse, you've got to come to one of the Jersey shows. Yeah. And I know. if you um you, your wife and your son, I will put you up. We met in Louisville. Linda, uh-huh. that, that was the only thing Linda was worried about. Like, have you met this person in oh. person once? And I'm like, yes, I've met her in person. Right. Um, and yeah, then, because that's the truth too. You meet some people on the internet, they're really cool, and then you meet them in person, and hmm, maybe right. not so much. So, no. so my son and I are flying in on mm-hmm. Wednesday the 24th. We're gonna try to meet with a bunch of people. Uh, that night on the 24th, because it's the day between the show, and we're right. going on the 25th. Yep. Okay. No, no. I, I, I said, I, I don't know if you know, uh, Badlands in the UK, they do a tour where they're coming over, and they're doing like yes. a whole Jersey thing. I you know? saw that. And I sent it to my wife, and she's like, let's do it. And I'm like, uh, there's a couple problems. One, uh, out of vacation days. Yeah. And two, we leave for Russia like four days after that. Wow. So uh, we can't go to do everything. And she's like, but yeah. it's Jersey. I'm like, in, in uh, 2009, when he did the river in Madison Square Garden, we went to New York that week. Okay. So we, we did the Wild Unison on Friday and the river on Sunday. And I'm like, we did New York. She's like, we've never seen him in Jersey. I'm like, well, we saw him in New York City. I know okay. it's not the same. Kind of yeah. close. Uh, schedule doesn't really work. Because these, this whole run of shows in the fall is just really horrible timing in our lives. We right. have, like, other stuff going on. I'm like, maybe he'll add some more, you know. Yeah. but. Um, we're going to Europe, so yeah, that's we got Copenhagen exactly. and Gothenburg in our pocket. Uh, right, there you go. You know, we, we got four shows on the tour. Uh, yeah. that's, let's be realistic. It's okay. Right. We can't go to the mall. Well, some yeah. people can, but yeah, it doesn't work to. when you live in Texas. Exactly, and it is that it is tough to be a Bruce fan in Texas, and I'm, I'm yeah. and that is a first world problem. I'm just saying, you know, if you, it's a little bit easier when you're on the East Coast. Yeah. Coast to you don't have to take as many vacation days. Right. You know, you can do things. So um yep. God this I'm having so much fun. The yep. uh the other question I um I, I, the point I was gonna make is okay, I'm gonna see the Thursday show in mm-hmm. um you know there at MetLife. Right. If on Tuesday he does Jolie Blanc yep. <laughs> which is one of my favorite covers, uh-huh. I'm going to be disappointed but I won't be mad. Right. I'll just go, damn it, I was so close. Right. You know? And see, but, if I was there, I would be disappointed I got Julie Bond because I could care less about that song. Right. But, you know, and so that's the great part about – and that's the, that's the reason why for stadium shows, there's going to be one or two of those things. And, and, yes. And 75%, 80% of the crowd. I mean, I, I still remember the first time I traveled to see the show was for the Magic Tour. I went to Oakland. Okay. To Oracle. Um, it was – Early in the tour, I don't know, maybe first, second, early, okay. I don't know, first five shows maybe. And so he was doing almost the whole album, and I loved, I mean, I'm not popular opinion, but I love Magic. Oh, I love some I, of those I songs. Think, I uh, think it is. Gypsy Biker is one of my favorite songs. Uh, just, I just really like that song. And so, uh, you know, singing along to the song, there for a minute. this girl turns around and looks at me, because yeah. I just went by myself, and she turns around and looks at me, and, and she goes, you know all the words to the new songs. And I said, it's our job. Yeah. You know, we're supposed to know this stuff. He, he, you know, this is bringing a Bruce fan is not just some casual activity right. for some of us. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been out for a couple of weeks. I had it on the iPod. I listened to it the whole way here. I mean, it's not like 
one of the things, one of the reasons I like him and all the other music that I pretty much like is I like to be able to know what the story or what I think the story is about or yes. understand the words. You know, I, I like, we lived in Austin for 15 years. We got spoiled by all the singer-songwriters that you could just go and hear these wonderful yeah. stories and just go, how do these guys do this? Have you, uh, <laughs> have you ever seen Sir Hickman? I have not. Okay. I have CDs, but I've not seen her. Okay. Um, um, I'm trying to. That's get... live in Austin. Is there's so much yes. music that you just go, <sighs> you know, I... and, and I'm old and I get tired sometimes. Yes. And they play too late. <laughs> I am trying to get her on the show. Um, we've uh-huh. we've been friends for a long time. I got lucky oh. um, when she was playing at um, Club Dada back in '87, '88. Mm-hmm. Um, as she tells the story, there was a handful of people that would be at every show, and right. Lynn and I you were, were one in of that them. part. Yeah, and it's, and that's the really fun part about yes. like when you get to meet some of these people, you just realize they're. Yeah. I mean, you know, people say, "Have you met Bruce?" Nope, not not really concerned about it to be honest. Right. Um, you know, just because now Susie, I really want to meet. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I am not joking, but I'm saying, I I, I would. In fact, that was one of the questions I asked some people. Is like, if you couldn't meet Bruce, which member of the E Street Band would you right. want to meet? Um, yeah, we I don't met, need to we meet met Steve at yeah. South by Southwest. Oh, how and nice! He was, and he was just like you would expect Steve to be. He had a he had an underground radio uh, showcase a few years ago at South by Southwest. So we got in, and my wife is really good with celebrities. To her, they're just regular people. You just talk to them. I go, uh, yeah. Right, so we go in and we're we're like maybe the first ten in line, and there's all kinds of I don't know if you ever done by South by Southwest, but it's typically there are all kinds of snafus, especially on early day parties because okay. half the people are still drunk from the night before. Got there's it. not good organization. There's guest lists that are not ever usually used, um, so they're like trying to check people's names on the guest list and see just let the people in, right? So we go in and she talks to him and I'm just standing there. I, and she's like, oh, you know, we have so much fun at your shows, so much, you know, so glad you have this kind of show. And she just talks to him finally. He's just, he's just like you would expect him to be, which That's, is the only person we've met from the band, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, I, if, we, I, if, if we run into people, great, but we're not going to be stalking the hotel in yeah, no. Gothenburg to see a picture of Bruce as he comes out to get into the black uh, SUV. No, it's not, not really at all. the thing we do. I wanted but to go. People like to do that. Great. Yeah, I, I'm not judging either. I, I agree. Exactly. Um, so Dale, I want to go back to um, the show in Houston because mm-hmm. I that may have been my favorite show mm-hmm. because of all the special moments. Um, mm-hmm. One step up was just. Mm-hmm. Amazing, because you know, as he said, we don't know this one. We don't know this song, <laughs> and you know, and he's singing like band come in quietly. Yeah, you know, exactly. And, and no, I listen to it a lot because it's so funny. Because you know, Kevin was in the back, like trying to get the guitar set up right and getting the lyrics yeah. in the teleprompter, and the yeah. band's going, I don't know, and he's yeah. like, band, real quiet. You yes. know? And it was, it was yeah. and that's why I couldn't have these idiots in front of me talk during. I'm like, I'm sorry. No, no, this, I, is, this is something good. special. And yep. then um, now I don't know I'm you know maybe you disagree but the two brothers on stage I listened to it yesterday it I I play that video and I go yep. if there's a definition of joy exactly it's right here yep yeah because and, and I really yesterday when I was flying back I was like thinking of the questions you had in listening yeah. your, one of your questions was what's my favorite song and I'm like well that's like an impossible question right yes and, and it changes over time because historically my favorite song is she's the one. Okay. Right? 
because to me, my wife is the one, right? right? We've been married for 32 years. We love going to doing. She loves sports and music, the two things I love. Okay. She'll like antiquing and shopping too, which I don't like, but we can't have everything the same. I understand. Uh, but, 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 so she's the one has always been my song. It's been my favorite song, my favorite Bruce song for, I mean, I just love Roy's piano. I, I love, yeah. I mean, my wife's favorite Eastry person was Clarence. The sax solo in there always adds yeah. so much. That's my favorite song. But for the last year, No Surrender has been my favorite song because yeah. of the medical issues she's been going through. And it was, okay. I have, I, I always have a lyric on my email signature at work. And so last right. year it was no retreat, no surrender. Yeah. Right. Because we're not giving up. We're screw this disease. We're beating it. Right. So no surrender was, and so yesterday I was listening, because yesterday I was thinking, what's my favorite song? And then there's times when reason to believe is my favorite song. So those are my top three, but the no surrender at the Woodlands was so much fun because those brothers were, you know, it's like the older brother taking the younger brother and he broke yes. them out of school and they came and they got in a pit and they got to sign. And then you end up on stage yeah. And you actually know the words, yes. you know, because we all know the words until the lights go on. Absolutely. And then we go, uh, yeah. uh, but they did, he didn't, you know, yeah. and, and it was, it was a really, I know there's some people, you know, some, the, the, the traditionalists will say, oh, we lost a song because Bruce was, no, that was so much fun. Right. It was just, you know, it was, I would agree with you on that a hundred percent. And you know, I, 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 I do not like that mindset of. You know, I have a good friend that said, you know, if, if we get Born to Run, we mm -hmm. are losing something else. We might get no. Thundercrack. And I'm going, no. look, I, I just... If we don't get Born to Run, we're losing something else, you know? Yeah, because, you know, um, very important point, I make this a lot, every show is someone's first show. Correct. That's right. And, you know, they have songs, and, you know, I'm... My first seven shows, I never saw Thunder Road live. Oh, yeah. And I was, you know, like, man, I, how could I have not seen Thunder Road, right? Yeah, it happened. Th and then it did. And so, and for the next seven shows, then you I've, seen every it, time. I've seen it every time. Yeah. And I was really pulling for Dream Baby Dream um, <laughs> during High Baby Hypes. Now, see, that's what yeah. you don't care for, right? Mm, I'm yeah, listening I, for I, your voice. I could, I could care less of Dream Baby Dream. Yeah, I Thunder Road to finish was spectacular because at the Houston show, and it was a special show for us too. Our daughter and her husband came to the show. Oh, nice! And they didn't sit with us, but I got them tickets, and you know, because I yeah. I couldn't get I got two I got the best seats I could, and they just had to take what was left. But right. at her wedding, we danced to our the father daughter dance was to Thunder Road um, from the Omaha show in 2012 because that's that was my that's the best position I ever had because I was 12th in the pit, so I was front center on the outcropping, you know, where the monitors are. That's and beautiful. And so I took the Thunder Road from that one because at about a minute, he goes, uh, I can't remember what it says, exactly, but basically let's go because I told everybody, nobody here wants to watch me dance with my daughter for five minutes. So when he does uh, let's go, that means all of you join the floor. Right. Too because, oh, you know, what, so, how cool so, was that? So he played Thunder Road at the end, acoustic, and Brittany and Derek were had started to work their way out, and she texted me, "That's our song, Dad." <laughs> you know, so, so so again, everybody, you know, it was it was special to us. And then just as an other side note, yeah. you know, I've never been close to Bruce. This is her first show ever. She calls me as we're in that huge mung, you know, that horrible line to try to get out of the woodlands to get back to right. your car. Hey, Dad, guess what? I just waved to Bruce because he drove by in the limo and he rolled his window down and waved to Derek and I because we were standing on the street to cross the, where we were parking. And we, were the, and we were the only people on the street corner and he waved to us. But he never that, waved to you, did he? Mm, that's no. awesome. 
Thanks a lot, Brittany. Yeah, here's your here's your bill for the wedding. <laughs> so just I, kidding. I, you know the Houston show was, and, and yeah. it's all to me. It's always fun when Joe Ely comes out because I love Joe Ely as well. Yeah, and, and yeah, in fact, um, yeah, I I love that show, and I, one of my favorite moments. And uh, I apologize to our listeners. I'm repeating this, but it's worth saying. Is the show's over. My yeah. wife's going to the restroom, and there's this lady who had may have had a little bit too much to drink. Said, mm-hmm. "Is it over? Is it over?" I said, "Yeah, it was a little over three hours, but he didn't play Born in the USA." Yeah, well, you that's know, right. he actually doesn't play that very much now. No, but He's gotta come to Europe. It's his biggest hit. I know. Uh, and, and so I now have started. I've seen Born in uh, Born in the USA twice live, and uh-huh. every time I tweet. And born in the USA, and somewhere there's a drunk lady in Houston who's very happy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, I had that discussion with one of my neighbors a few yeah. a month or so ago. We were at a show at the Mucky Duck in Houston, a little small acoustic. Yeah, place. yeah. Sarah yeah. plays there a lot. Yeah, it's a great it's a great yeah. place for seeing all our Austin musicians right. that we really really like. And so we're there, and he's and we were talking about going to Europe. And he's like, I can't believe you're going to more shows. Why do you go to so many shows? I'm like, they're all different. Yeah. It's all. And you, what's the song you've seen the most? And I said, you know, because I, I like lots of those nerds. I have the spreadsheet that keeps track of all the songs and my set list and all that stuff. You and know? and have I said, you... I've seen Born Born to Run the most. I've seen it, no. you know, twenty sometimes out of twenty four shows. Yeah. Not Born in the USA. I'm like, no, I've only seen it like five. And he's like, yeah. really? Why? And I'm like, then play it. Why yeah. not? We Americans don't know the lyrics. We don't understand what the lyrics are about. We yeah. think it's a patriotic song, not a protest song. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I go, go home and listen to the lyrics. Yeah. Oh, it's a patriotic song. I'm like, well, it's a patriotic song, but it's a patriotic protest song. Yes. So, uh, so I'm like, see it in Europe, always, you know? Yeah. I mean, Did, so um, we know. Have you gone to the uh, website that has the database? Yeah, I have. Okay. I have. Um, I, I had, before those existed, I had built my own spreadsheet. Oh, I had to. You know, uh, and now I have that, and it's mm-hmm. nice and neat. And but I still rely kind of some days on my spreadsheet because yeah. it's my spreadsheet, and we, as we know, we all build our spreadsheets our way that we read things. And Absolutely. Yeah, I've done the what is it, Bruce Springsteen dot or Bruce what Springsteen passport or something like that. And yes, there's another one, uh, yeah. Boss Time or something. I just right. did it the other day. Uh, because they, they, they does a nice job. Just doesn't keep things the same. The other day, I think it was. Um, I don't know. I, I think uh, for for the East Street Radio thing. Um, Jim Rotolo had said, you know, what song do you want to hear in this tour you haven't heard? And I think Allie responded, Trapped. Mm-hmm. I wrote back to her, you haven't heard Trapped? She's like, no, no, I just want to hear it again. I'm like, oh, okay, I was confused because yeah. you've been to like hundreds of shows and I've seen Trapped. Like, I went to my little sheet and saw it five times and she's like, yeah. must have seen it in Europe. I'm like, no, actually, they're all in the States. He plays it all the time here, unfortunately. Yeah. I've, I've had enough Trapped. <laughs> you know, like I thought it was interesting, they, um, and it's mybosstime.com. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, it. it's my, you know, rare songs. And so, mm-hmm. you know, like the wall, the wrestler, all mm-hmm. or nothing at all, which yep. we got in Houston. We did. And exactly. it was like, it's a, and I was screaming, it's a sleeper. It's a sleeper. Cause I really yeah. like that song. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, we got, um, that was the, I don't know if you've seen the video from Hyde Park where the guy from, I think he's from Spain wants to take him as they come. Yeah. And and right, he has this big sign that he brought, and Bruce goes through the whole thing of why we didn't. Because in Zurich, we're standing. I was in the pit in Zurich, and we're standing in the in the out in the stadium waiting to get in, and they're playing it. And I'm like, well, that's a rarity. You know, mm-hmm. they played it as a sound check. I'm going, that's pretty cool for tonight. And then they didn't play it. And then three shows later, I'm in London, and then they finally played it. So it's like, 
you know, how those, many those are always sh- yeah. fun. How many shows have you seen? Um, at 24 okay. currently. 24 with Europe being 26. My wife's at 19. Okay, so very nice. Myself. But, but, you know, not the crazy numbers, but we lived in Chicago and Texas. Yeah. So, you know, and that's why when I talked to my friend in Dallas, he's been to 111, I'm like, and he's lived only in the Midwest, I'm like, I don't understand how you do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, um, 24, you know, and people like at work think I'm insane with mm-hmm. 24, and I'm like, oh, you don't understand. <laughs> Well, I'm like, I'm minor leagues, you know. So, Dale, I started a new job in December. Right. And um, luckily, my boss negotiated me to get three weeks vacation my first year. Good thing. Um, Yes. And so, and he's like, you're going to see Bruce again? And I haven't even mentioned to him yet that I'm going to need three days in (laughs) August to go to Jersey. Uh, And my wife, who is not a fan um, mm-hmm. But she is understanding. She's like, you aren't going to have any vacation time because you've blown it all on Bruce. I'm like, eh, I wouldn't say blown it. I'd say That's invested right. wisely. <laughs> well, that, that was kind of the discussion we had about the Jersey week was I could go, but that would mean no vacation days for Thanksgiving or Christmas. Right. And I don't think that works in the real world. Right. We have a we have a 14 month old granddaughter. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah. We you know uh, we typically will if it's not our year for Christmas with the kids we'll get up Christmas morning and fly to New York City for the week and spend the week in New York City for Christmas. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, because it's not it's not as busy then. Um, so I said that's the option. If you want to go to Jersey for that week, I will have to squeeze it in around work, but I could. But that would mean no Thanksgiving and Christmas, and I don't really think that's a good. Uh, yeah. You know, but there might not be any more shows after this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so she's she's not fanatical. She doesn't do any internet stuff. She she says I am part of the um, you know the geek people that are. Bruce Groupies, I'm like, but when I get those tickets in advance, you're pretty damn happy, you know? Yes, absolutely. Dale, tell us how people can reach you. I'm on Twitter, uh, dhosig821. Really, really thought long and hard about that name. Um, and my, uh, that's pretty much, that's pretty much the best okay. thing from a public point of view. I post about, I post about two things basically, music and sports. All I don't right. want to have political conversations. I just want, you know, and, and and I know I'm an old man using Twitter, but it's really helped to find out stuff about shows and 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 been really enjoyable to meet some people and not so much other. And you just ignore them. Yeah, absolutely. That, I the same thing. My wife at times goes, "God, what are you?" And I said, "Well, it just it's great to promote the show. It's right. great to meet friends and and get to know people that have the same passions for you. So it works out really well." Yeah, I only have time for one social media. I don't. I don't do Facebook. That's okay. uh, that's you know. Twitter is nice. It keeps it short, and, and I can just do what I want to do and move on. Dale, thank you so much. This was a blast talking to you. <laughs> Though, I I don't know if I'm going to use this as a mini episode because we've hit almost 40 <laughs> minutes. This just might be a regular episode. Oh, uh, do whatever uh, you want to. You're you're the guy in charge. I I think it's fun. I listened yesterday to the Wendy Parnell episode yesterday. Isn't she uh, just the She's great. I have I have all of her. My my granddaughter has all of her books. Oh, nice. Um, that was that was her um, christening gift for me was the Born to Run book. But yeah. she already had the Joe Ely book. Oh, nice. And, um, I don't I know. There's, if, a Marsha, there's a Marsha Ball book. Yes, too, and uh, when I bought uh, the Marsha Ball book, and mm-hmm. Wendy signed it, and then when I went and saw Marsha Ball here in Dallas. Uh, after the show, I said, "Do you?" And she lit up. Oh, mm-hmm. Luella, and she signed the book. So uh-huh. that was kind yeah. of fun. 
And so yeah. I'd love to get Joe Ely's signature on his. You know, yeah, he's here all the time. Yeah, he's he always does. playing in Houston a lot. He's, right. He's, I, I, you know, there are days when I go, you know, he's so much like Bruce. What's, what's the, you know, it's just there wasn't a, there wasn't that hit song ever because I like, you know, we see him. I mean, we we see him the most with Bruce because he always played with Bruce and Bruce and Austin. Yeah. Um, but we've seen him a bunch here and and just it's so good. You know, it's such a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I've. I haven't seen him live yet. I need to go do no. that. Wendy. I mean, afterwards you just talk to him and he's just, I mean, I'm like, yeah. you know, man, love seeing you. I always enjoy when you play with Bruce. He's like, yeah, it's so much fun to play with a big crowd. Good. So, well, if yeah. you get a chance to go see Sarah, uh, I think I will, you'll I will, like I will, her. I'll add it to the list. And then tell her, hey, uh, Jesse sent me. So, I will. All right. Thank you. You right. go uh, do what you got to do. Uh, yeah. I will be drinking Diet Coke all weekend. Thank so, you very much. Uh, you know. Probably in a plastic bottle. Don't drink out of those cans. That's the enemy. No. As long as you're not drinking that P word, we're good. Okay. Um, I actually – I like it out of the bottle better. Yeah. Uh, my, we do too. We, that's what we do. We make all the bottles. Oh, interesting. Coke. My yeah. wife likes the Coke out of a can better. Yeah, my she wife does too. She thinks it tastes different. My so. wife actually likes out of the glass bottle the best. Mm-hmm. So that's one of her highlights when we go to Europe because you get it everywhere in a glass bottle in Europe. Oh, so, how cool. Yeah, All right, but, well, yeah. and, and sooner or later we'll run into each other. Yes, we will, absolutely. Uh, we will All talk right. to you soon. Thank you, sir. Yeah, uh-huh, bye. travels. See you. Okay. Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.